hope, healing, and recovery. Destigmatizing mental health through honest conversations with your host, Brooklyn CEO, Jeff O'Neill. Welcome, friends. Today we are joined by my friend, colleague, and fellow Rotarian, Dr. Dave Schuster, President and CEO of Horizon Goodwill Industries. Uh, Horizon Goodwill Industries is a nonprofit human service organization that empowers people and sustainable communities located in a number of counties in Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. Dave, it's great to see you here today. Uh, there's a lot going on in the community that Horizon Goodwill is involved in. Um, what, what's new in your world today? Uh, in my world today? Um, well, it, we're getting into the holiday season. We've, we've come off of uh, uh, you know the Halloween season, past Thanksgiving, which in the Goodwill world is a, is a pretty heavy time uh, on our on just our business operating side. So we're, we're focused in some senses on, on that as the year draws to a close right now. And then at this point, like a lot of folks, we're, we don't wait for the new year to plan the new year. We're already looking, we're already looking forward to our, our 2024 initiatives, which will, you know, continue growing a lot of the things that, that I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to talk about today. And also, since you gave me the floor, I also just want to thank you for having me here today, Jeff, and also thank you all uh, for the work that you all are doing across the community in partnership with us and so many others as well. So appreciate yeah. that as well. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. And the partnership that we do have with Goodwill, uh, it, it's wonderful. And uh, the amount of people that you're able to reach in the community is amazing. So looking forward to talking about that today. Before we really jump into that, though, I have to ask you a bit of an icebreaker question. So if you created a mental health themed playlist, which songs would be your top picks and why? Hmm. Well, that's that's a good that's a good question. I will say, and some some folks in the community know this about me, particularly some of the uh, Rotarians know this, some don't. I'm a parrothead, and typically for any kind of, of mood pick-me-up, I will, I will default to Jimmy Buffett. I won't bore you with an actual playlist of songs, given the fact that he's got more than 40-odd albums and that he recorded in his career. You know, and I will say, I will say the focus usually for me is not sort of on the notion of like, the party and those sorts of those sorts of feel good songs that a lot of folks are, are familiar with, you know, Margaritaville being being top one. But he is a pretty nuanced songwriter, quite honestly, and explored a lot of other things about the human experience through a lot of his other lesser known songs. So a lot of those being uh, someone who's got every single album and has been been following his career for quite a while would be sort of my go to's for that. Well, Jimmy Buffett is one of my favorites as well. I am not ashamed to say that I am also a parrot head. And I've seen him at least nine times in concert. And uh, I have almost all of his albums as well. And that would be my playlist. So uh, enough about this interview. We could just talk about Jimmy and Bubbles Up. Right. Well, right. And if you, I mean, honestly, if you want to talk about an example of of what I would presume to be maybe uh, a mental health songwriting experience for him, knowing what ultimately, what ultimately happened, you know, and that he was recording that while he was seriously ill i would imagine that there's definitely some connection there as well right i mean that makes sense and i I think honestly if you track his whole career the whole experience of being a musician him was really i think what brought him the most joy and so i think it's it's great that he's also an example of someone who really figured out what brings him joy and and was able to build a life and a career that was around that so i think you're absolutely spot on with that yeah excellent i knew there was things about you i liked that's one (laughs) right at the top of the list I'm talking about your your organization, Horizon Goodwill. 
Um, can you give us an overview of the scope of the services that you provide and, and the amount of work that, that you're doing to reach those that are most in need in the community? Absolutely. And, and we should probably start with the acknowledgement that probably most folks know us as a thrift store and a source of you know fairly, fairly reasonably priced used goods and also a place uh, to take all the things that you don't have a good use for anywhere, which is one of the many ways through, through our social enterprise model that we generate the resources to support all the, all the programs that we do in the community. Um, but the reality is that is where Goodwill started. It was around the notion of helping people get jobs doing some of that work. But you know, our programs and our services have vastly expanded, have vastly expanded beyond that at, at this point in time. So this particular Goodwill, and there's 150 of us in, in the country, so it, we all have a, a localized territory. You, you already mentioned uh, the portions of the four states that we serve earlier. Um, but our Goodwill, our, our primary mission is to eliminate barriers to social mobility. And you know, one of the things that is part of our core history that we do believe that meaningful employment is a is a core component of that for many people, and that it you know it, it gives them gives them purpose. It, it provides meaning to life. It provides potentially financial stability, resources. You know that they, that they can have some measure of security. One of the things that we figured out as time has gone on is that for most people, just getting a job is not necessarily enough at this point to get to a place of of mobility and thriving. Uh, for some folks, keeping the job is the challenge if they're experiencing various barriers of, of which we can, which we'll, we'll talk about here, I'm sure, shortly. Um, in other cases, just getting the job can be a problem if you've, if you've experienced some of these barriers. Uh, economic conditions in, in much of the communities that we serve become problematic for that. So, you know, we have expanded our our service model and the programs that we either offer ourselves or offering in collaboration with others to do a lot more than what you would traditionally associate with workforce development, which is really what Goodwills mostly consider themselves as workforce development organizations. Um, you know, so across much of our territory, and I think everybody will probably agree that here in Western Maryland, these are these are things that people experience: lack of regular access to transportation, childcare, food access, safe and affordable housing, and access to medical and behavioral health care are all challenges that that folks experience. That probably have a detriment on their daily activities, but also certainly can be a negative, a negative impact on their employability as well. So we have chosen where it seems to make sense to start trying to figure out how we build a more holistic model that connects those services to folks, um, because we figured that a lot of those barriers really are systemic. They don't, not all of them originate with the individual. So in order to help the individual, we've got to try to change some of the system that's around that. So that's part of what we've been, what we've been doing now. Um, and so we're really trying to figure out how to meet people where they are, identify with them where they want to get to, and then figuring out what we need to do to help remove those barriers for them. Um, and so there's, it's kind of being used as a buzzword right now about the concept of wraparound services. Um, some folks may have heard of that, which really is what, what you do. It's exactly what it sounds like. And the reality is that when you get into that space, it's a lot more intensive, and it's often rooted in, in developing trusting relationships between the service provider and the person is being served than some traditional, more lighter touch service models would 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 uh, commit to, um, and so that's that's sort of where we are at this point. There's a lot of individual different sort of support programs that fall into that. I won't. We don't need to probably list all of them now, but that's sort of the holistic overview of how how we sort of view that coming together. Well, it's an amazing amount of work that you and your staff are doing, um, and and traditionally, I think people have always understood that workforce development's been your and the retail side of it as well. 
Um, but you've expanded into so much more to bring together and meet all of the social needs of the community. Um, but one of those is the Community Health Hub. Can you talk to us a little bit about the Community Health Hub? Uh, do you want the origin story of this project? Because I can I can trace it Absolutely. back. I, I can trace it back to 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 an uh, an initiative that I think we're both part of here in this county as well. So this whole idea was born actually out of the Go for Bullet launch um, back in early 2020 when that when that first came out. I was part of several conversations as it was initially being shared with the community about how how different businesses and organizations might take part in this, how we might support employees or community members on their journey to, to weight loss and to better health and all those sorts of things. And one of the things that became pretty clear pretty quickly was that there is a significant portion of the population here in Washington County anyway, that probably did not have the access or the ability to participate in many of the initiatives that were being talked about. So, you know, workplace wellness, walking clubs, the ability to have time in your day to do a 30 or 60 minute workout, to have a gym membership, to do those things, to have access to healthy food, to have access to, to you know, nutritional resources, to have access to mental health, all those things, right, came to the table that those are accessible to some, but not all. And so the question that then followed was, well, what could, should be done about that? Um, so the problem with opening your big mouth is that you end up, you end up having to have, a, have further conversations about it. So I found myself uh, talking with some of our, our our community leaders about exactly what the strategies would be. And one of the things that initially prompted this was talking about the lack of healthy food access in the downtown Hagerstown area. That was sort of the impetus that we've obviously built on since then. And in the conversation, I will never forget this. At some point during it, some, one of the people turned and looked at me and said, well, you guys do retail. Can't you figure that out? And I was just smart enough to say, sure, we'll take a look at that. So I'm sure most <laughs> folks are familiar that that in 2024, at this point, we will we will launch the market on Prospect, which is about a 9,000 square foot full service grocery store that will occupy a portion of the community health hub building. But as you might imagine, after that conversation, we started looking at the other things that that particular community did not have access to and what their barriers might be. And that's when we hit on medical, behavioral, and dental health care, uh, being another challenge that those folks mostly do to um, transportation, quite honestly, in that particular portion of Hagerstown, from what we could identify, um, and among other things, those were all things that had also made sense to blend into that. And we essentially then uh, went looking for the resources to figure out how to bring that to life and managed to find them in partnership. And so, honestly, here we are today. Yeah. Well, it's a wonderful concept. Um, Brooklyn's proud to be a, a partner mm -hmm. member of that organization as well. Could you talk about the partners that you are working with and how they mm -hmm. got drawn together? Sure. So uh, initially, um, the medical practice that, that is there is operated by Meredith at this point. Uh, as, as, you, as you've already said, you all are providing uh, the, the behavioral and mental health services there. We, and, and both of those services are, are active now and, and are seeing patients on a regular basis at this point. Uh, later this, hopefully, actually I would say probably in the early first quarter of 2024, uh, we will launch uh, in concert with that a free dental clinic that will be in the same space as well. Um, that is actually being provided by by a licensed um, by a licensed dentist, but is being provided free of charge. That person is, is volunteering their time and services to provide dental care there. So that's, that's not one that's being run by another organization at this point. Um, we also, in concert with that, we do offer some level of care coordination assistance for folks because 
as you might imagine, is a small practice. We don't have all the services that folks might need. There's no lab on site, some other things. So we do some care coordination, assistance with arranging transportation, appointment scheduling for other for other facilities, et cetera, there. And through AHEC West, which is the other partner, we also do health insurance navigation. So those folks that come in that have no insurance whatsoever will be seen at no cost by any of these providers, but that we will also endeavor to see if there's an opportunity to get them enrolled to get them enrolled in some kind of health insurance coverage going forward, um, both to increase their ac- their access to care and also to make the project sustainable. Well, fantastic work. I I would like to also say that throughout my experience, there's a number of partner organizations that do things really really well, but we've always struggled with pulling it all together and putting it all in one location. Uh, something that I think you may be onto something with with this health hub. Mm-hmm. So well done. What's on the horizon for you? What's what's next? There's always the next in your brain. I can see that. So so the first one will be will be the launch of the of the grocery component that goes with that, which again was ironically was the was the was the impetus for this and will be the last piece of the program that gets that gets pulled together. But one of the additional opportunities that comes with that is also, you know, to do to to launch some sort of food as medicine. Um, concepts that don't really exist in that community as well, and, and to honestly do a, a lot more community engagement with what res- what additional resources might the surrounding community benefit from that we can that we can bring to that building. I would say continued community outreach and awareness of the services that are available. I mean, we we you know, I for a project like this, I don't think anybody even even Meredith with their with their experience in the area knew exactly what to expect in terms of patient demand or what or or what how that growth would look like or what would happen there um you know i think we're we, we've seen at least 200 different individuals and have at least 70 of those who have been back for multiple visits visits at this point in one way shape or form to your folks or to their folks um which we think is good you know we didn't really have a we didn't really have an immediate forecast on that but continuing to sort of grow that raise awareness through through efforts like this and, and through other efforts uh, you know, primarily for the community there, a lot of that is word of mouth and folks coming in, having a good experience, feeling like it's a place they can trust and be safe and then going back out and telling their friends that may not currently have access or be readily seeing somebody that, hey, this actually worked for me. Maybe you should go give it a shot. We've got a couple of success stories, actually, that we've already heard already. And, and um, one of them is actually about is about uh, the, the mental health side of it. Um, which if, if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and share now. Please do. So we had an individual actually who was released from the Maryland Correctional Facility here in Hagerstown after about 20 years and who was released without any of his, um, any of the prescriptions that he needed. And, and there were some that were for somatic health and some that were also for mental health. And so came in, saw the, saw the Meredith nurse practitioner first, got those things taken care of, got connected with uh, your, your, social, your licensed clinical social worker, who I believe is the one who's doing behavioral health on site there. Um, met with that individual, got connected actually to your psychiatrist who's back over here who could actually issue the prescriptions for the medications that were necessary. And that person is now uh, being regularly seen by both of those and went back to our supported housing environment where they were living and told everybody else who was living there about how great and quickly and conveniently and easily and with no stigma and with no judgment we were able to help them and told all those folks to get over there and start getting what they (laughs) start trying to get get you know get their services from that location as well so i think that's that's one of those early that's both a success of the model and it also shows sort of that word of mouth and, and how hopefully that things like this will will continue to grow in, in the community that surrounds the location what an awesome story and again a tribute to the type of work that you're doing um th- this this is just an awesome 
resource that's available to our community. Uh, Dave, I thank you so much for coming and sharing your story about what Horizon Goodwill does and how we interact and how it interacts with our community resources and the steps that you're taking to bring everybody together and all the wonderful things that, that you're doing. Um, we really do appreciate it. Uh, I think it's a great resource, and I love the initiative that's pulling the, the resources to those who are most in need and meeting them where they're at. Well, we certainly appreciate it, Jeff, and, and I think even more more than any of our efforts in the space, what we what we at this point have, have come to appreciate and sort of rely on even more is other collaborative partners such as yourself and, and the team at Brook Lane, the folks at Meredith and, and the other service providers we have there, and being willing to sort of go out on a limb, try something a little bit different, run a test to, to see if we can validate that these are actually ways that we can help folks in our community that have traditionally lacked access or lacked trust either way in, in some of the, some of these, these care models and, and trying to get them to be able to, to get connected to the services that will ultimately result in a better, in a better downtown, a better city, a better community and better quality of life for everybody in Washington County and beyond. So that that's really the impetus for it. And, and we really would not be able to do this work alone because there's a lot of services that we're connected there now that we're not qualified to provide. <laughs> And would never endeavor to do so. So we, so we, we absolutely need strong community partners who are willing to also kind of test these things out with us and see see if we can make a go of it, make them work for the betterment of everybody. So well, we very well said, it. and thank you. It's always great to talk to you, Dave, and uh, to discuss the great resources available to our community. And thank you to all of our listeners. If you or someone you know could benefit from the services at this low barrier hub, please stop by and see how we can connect you to support your need. As a reminder, the Community Health Hub is located in the heart of Hagerstown at 200 North Prospect Street. Join us next time on Hope, Healing, and Recovery for more honest conversations. 